the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, call-in and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Well, hello and welcome to All Things Radio Live 532 for April 23rd, 2020. Hope you're all doing well. FYI for Michael, issue has been sent off, so things are taken care of. We're working on our (laughs) website here in the background. Sorry for all that, everyone. Jeff, I know we got a busy show. Um, no wonder you can't hear me. I can't hear you. There we go. Up in my apartment, but that's all. That's all. That's something more you can say about that. Well, good evening, everybody, and for everybody who will be listening later on, good morning, good afternoon, or whatever. First of all, we'll talk about things in the world of broadcasting from a national perspective. We'll follow that up with Jennifer Sparks' call letter and format changes. And Bill Sparks has a pretty interesting feature. It's WKNR from the 1990s when they were a sports station, not in Detroit, Michigan, but in Cleveland, Ohio. Our classic air check this week takes us to Charleston, South Carolina, and a top 40 station where there aren't very many air checks. And that's WTMA AM and FM from Charleston, South Carolina in 1964. I don't believe I have a date on this one. And finally, in our our featured station segment, we're traveling to New York City. And in our attempt to find out how stations are handling this whole COVID-19 thing, we're going to listen to radio station WLTW in New York City with Paul Cubby Bryant and Christine Negi doing the mornings. So all in all, yes, we do have a very busy show. We've got the usual panel here, and they're all ready to go. So what more can you say, Bill? But I'll turn it over to you, and we can get the show on the road. Do we really have to do this award-winning news, Jeff? Well, I don't know about the awards. I'm waiting for the Oscar. <laughs> you're waiting You're waiting for that? Well, we're, we're on the way with that. But anyway, um, we'll just get started with it. That's all I can say. It makes me speechless. I wouldn't be a good politician, Jeff. But here you go. Everything said or yeah. not said at all. Right. right. There you go. I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. Now it's Sonos to get into the streaming radio service. What do you do when there's no sports on the radio? We'll let you know what's happening on the street, and we'll begin to look at the Nielsen March Personal People Meter Ratings. It was yet another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting, and Sonos makes news. If you can't beat them, join them, and that's what Sonos is doing with their streaming radio service called Sonos Radio. Sonos Radio will have curated channels, and they're combining channels from other services such as TuneIn Radio and iHeartRadio, to name a few. There are lots of specialty stations and stations of all genres. And if you'd like to know more about Sonos Radio, you can find them on the web at Sonos.com. What happens when sports isn't on the radio and you have to fill for programming? Well, the folks at Good Karma Media have come up with a novel idea. If you live in Cleveland, Ohio, and Milwaukee, Wisconsin, you can listen to Sirius Satellite Radio's Doctors Channel and the Chronographers Channel being broadcast on two radio stations. In Cleveland, Ohio, you can listen to 1540 WWGK AM, and in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, you can listen to them on 540 WAUK AM from 
Milwaukee, Wisconsin. According to spokespersons from Good Karma Media, this is just a temporary format change for these radio stations, and they'll go back to their original sports programming, which is provided by ESPN Radio, once things get back to normal. Now let's take a quick look at find out what's happening on the street. Brian B. Dub Washington is moving from Denver, Colorado to Seattle, Washington. He'll be handling the afternoons at radio station KNUC-FM. KNUC-FM is owned and operated by Hubbard Broadcasting and programs a country format. Congratulations go out to Paul Williams, who is the new director of programming for the syndicated programming produced by Westwood One in Nashville, Tennessee. These syndicated shows include the Ty Bentley Show, the Blair Garner Show, and Nights with Elena, to name a few. In other news, Key Networks is also launching a syndicated country show hosted by Sean Parr. The show is called Across the Country, and it can be customized for any day part. Say so long to the alternative rock programming heard in Atlanta, Georgia on radio station WRDAFM. The station transmits on a frequency of 105.7, and the station will be programming a Spanish contemporary hit radio format. In other news, congratulations go out to Molly Kendrick, who's the new Afternoon Drive personality at 106.5 The End, KUDLFM in Sacramento, California. The station is owned and operated by Endicom, and they program a pop CHR format. She came to this radio station after working at City's 97.1 KTCZ-FM, serving the Twin Cities of St. Paul, Minneapolis, Minnesota. KTCZ-FM is owned and operated by iHeartMedia. Finally, congratulations go out to Jerry Schemmel. He'll be working for radio station KKFN-FM, serving Denver, Colorado. Jerry Schemmel most recently worked as a sports announcer for the Colorado Rockies. However, in January, he was laid off by iHeartMedia. Jerry Schemmel will become a contributing baseball and basketball analyst for the radio station. KKFN-FM is owned and operated by Bonneville International. Now it's time to take a look at the March Nielsen Personal People Media Ratings. And it should be interesting to note that many spoken word radio stations in this rating period did very, very well. And we'll point those out when going through these ratings results. In New York City, if you initially look at the top three radio stations, things really haven't changed. The number one ranked radio station is WLTWFM with an adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is WSKQFM with a Spanish tropical format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station is WCBS-FM with a classic its format. However, as you go down the list, the fifth ranked radio station is WINSAM with its all news operation. In February, they had a 3.6 share of the audience. And in March, they had a 4.7 share of the audience. In Los Angeles, California, things are pretty much the same. If you look at the top three radio stations, number one is KRTH-FM with a classic its format. Number two is KOST-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rec radio station is KTWV-FM with a rhythmic adult contemporary format. However, let's look at the number five rec radio station, and that's KFI-AM with its news, talk, and information format. In February, they pulled a 3.8 share of the audience. However, in March, they pulled a 4.2 share of the audience. In Chicago, Illinois, the number one rec radio station is WBBM-AM with its all-news operation. The number two rec radio station is WVAZ-FM with its urban adult contemporary format. And the number three rec radio station in Chicago, Illinois is WTMX-FM with its hot adult contemporary format. But guess what? Let's take a look at the fifth rec radio station in Chicago, Illinois, and that's WGN-AM with its news talk information format. In February, they pulled a 3.9 share of the audience. However, in March, they pulled a 4.5 share of the audience. Yes, and this is the first time I believe I've seen WGN-AM ranked number five in a long, long time. In San Francisco, California, the number one ranked radio station is KCBS-AM with its all news operation, and they pulled a 9.9 share of the audience. The number two ranked radio station is KQED-FM. That's the public broadcaster with a news talk and information format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in San Francisco, California is KISQ-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Dallas, Texas, spoken word was not dominant. The number one ranked radio station is KLTY-FM with a contemporary Christian format. The number two ranked radio station is KHKS-FM with a pop CHR format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Dallas, Texas is KLUV-FM with
destroyed the classic its format. In Houston, Texas, spoken word also didn't reign supreme. The number one rec radio station is KLTN-FM with the Mexican regional format. The number two rec radio station is KODA-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Houston, Texas is KJLK-FM with a classic rock format. In Atlanta, Georgia, spoken word reigned supreme with the number one rec radio station being Atlanta, Georgia's WSB-AM with a news talk and information format and they pulled a 12.9 share of the audience in March. The number two rec radio station is WSRV-FM with a classic its format and finally, the number three rec radio station in Atlanta, Georgia is WVEE-FM with an urban format. In Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the number one rec radio station is WMGK-FM with a classic rock format. The number two rec radio station is WMMR-FM with a rock format and finally, the number three rec radio station in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania is KYW-AM with its all-news operation. And just to show you how well KYW-AM did in the book, they pulled a 6.6 share of the audience, which is remarkable for this radio station because in recent ratings books, they haven't done so well. Out of Long Island, the number one rec radio station is WCBS-FM with a classic its format. The number two rec radio station is WINS-AM with its all-news operation, and that's the first time I've seen this radio station number two on Long Island. Finally, the number three rec radio station is WBAB-FM with a classic rock format. In Riverside, California, the number one rec radio station is KLYY-FM with a Spanish adult its format. The number two rec radio station is KOLA-FM with a classic its format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Riverside, California is KRFRG-FM with a country format. In San Jose, California, the number one rec radio station is KBAY-FM with a classic its format. However, the number two and three rec radio stations provide spoken word. Number two is KCBS-AM with its all news operation. And finally, the number three rec radio station in San Jose, California is KQAD-FM. That's the public radio broadcaster with a news talk and information format. Finally, out of New Jersey, and that encompasses the counties of Middlesex, Somerset, and New Union. Here are the top three radio stations. The number one rec radio station is WAXQFM with a classic rock format. The number two rec radio station is WCBS-FM with a classic its format. And finally, the number three rec radio station is WKXW-FM with their talk personality format. According to media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week. Number one was Progressive Insurance, followed by the Census Bureau, Lowe's Home Improvement Centers, Home Depot, and Quicken Loans. Finally, how about a slice of good news? If you love listening to WGN, Bob Surratt is presenting Paul Harvey's The Rest of the Story. The Rest of the Story aired for many years on the ABC Radio Network. Network. It was written by Paul Harvey Jr. and narrated by Paul Harvey Sr. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. wonder whatever happened to Paul Harvey Jr.? Well, he didn't want to be in the limelight, and he said that he did not want to take over Paul Harvey's his father's job. Uh, and so I guess he's living, uh, and I think he's done other things. I think if he was a, a composer and involved in the music industry, from what I remember. Did you, have, did you say what even when Paul? Yeah, even when Paul was alive, he didn't, I mean, he did some fill-ins, but after a while, he was kind of like, I don't want to do that. He, he'd get other people to fill in for his dad, you know, whenever, because he, he was like, I don't want to be on the air. I'm surprised KFI is doing better than KNX out in Los Angeles. I'm wondering why that is. I don't know. And, you know, I, I'm always a little leery about these PPM ratings, Chris, because you, I, I'm not really always sure exactly what's going on. But uh, but I, but I they do a lot of local talk on, on that channel. Um, yeah. They don't do yeah. a, lot of, uh, a lot of syndicated talk. Uh, that I do know. 
probably even, though, the reason. Uh, <clears throat> even though both of them 50,000 watts, KFI is a lot lower down the dial. Right, they, they might certainly have, have a better signal. They might have better building penetration than KNX might. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that, that's possible. And I think, too, you kind of kinda noticed not a total pattern, but like you didn't see as many, uh, you know, talk stations at the top in Texas because it hasn't been. I mean, obviously people have well, it in Texas, and, well, and it's and not as much of a topic as like New York or California. Or well, hold on. It knows too. Our talk stations here are generally pretty weak. I mean, as far as yeah, quality I was gonna say, of what they do. And if they do a lot they're, of syndicated programming, Gary, they're not going to yeah, be... Yeah, Houston uh, and Dallas yeah. both do a lot of syndicated. They, KTRH yeah, is a lot of syndicated. KTRH is a shadow of their formal selves, as is KRLD. Those stations so probably KTRH uh, and KRLD were better like they used to be, then they, they'd probably be doing yeah. a lot better. And, if they were like and even in Dallas, KLIF, KLIF and WBAP, a lot of syndicated on both of those, and they're both on my cumulus. So, yeah, they're, you know, they're not getting... I mean, BAP has a little local, but not... Much. And the NPR station there beats those two generally. So. Okay, I have a theory about that. I think yeah. people are turning to podcasts now, and I, the latest stats show they have just passed one million active podcasts. And active is defined as uh, an episode within the last ninety days. Mm. I, I think you're right, Mike. Uh, although, although in this in this sense, pod, well, podcasting is certainly true. Uh, but they want to hear current news. They they are going to spoken word, and it depends on the size of the city as well. I think that's part of the issue. We have and like I said, it also depends on the local the localness. If you have more local shows or more, if you have syndicated, chances are it's like oh, I'm you know I can listen to that. Where if you where like KFI and WGN, KFI is local from six a.m. to ten. WGN's local twenty four hours. They're going to go there. WSB, you know, they have a pretty good news department, so they're tuning in. Yeah, that's why they're still yeah. pretty strong. And they do, and they do a lot more local programming than they used to, so they, they're a lot better. Yeah, they've gone back a lot. Yeah, they have gone local. And I also find it interesting, though, those two stations, Milwaukee and Cleveland, running the Sirius XM. I noticed they're doing that on their secondary sports stations, not on the main ones. Like, they're not doing it on the 850 and the 94.5. They're still doing their right. regular sports right, stuff. Right, but doing I, I'm wondering if ESPN is a little weak in the department on the radio right now because they it, that's, that seems to be the issue. So. Out of the networks, out of the national syndicated sports networks, they seem to be about the weakest as far as trying to come up with content. I mean, yeah, they got the NFL draft saving them and the Michael Jordan last dance, but for the most part, the other networks, what I've heard of Fox and even with SB Nation a little bit and CBS, ESPN is probably about the weakest. Oh. All right, guys, remember, we got remember too, at this point, guys, you can, if you want to listen to SiriusXM on the app, it is free until May 15th. True. Okay, we have two hands that are raised. Yeah, th uh, three hands. I know their hands are getting tired. Oh, go ahead, Bill. No, I said we got three hands at least. Oh, uh, that's three. Yeah, yeah, we do. You're right. Let's start with Lionel out in Charlotte. Uh, hold on, I get it. Okay. There we go. So, so let me let me get to Lionel. <coughs> go ahead, now, Lionel. Go ahead, Lionel. Go ahead. Operations go ahead. director of uh, Intercom Charlotte passed away of COVID nineteen, and uh, he, that broke a couple days ago. They were the Brent Winterbull was talking about for a good hour yesterday. And uh, uh, another piece of news, uh, I heard that Vince Scully took get another fall. Seems to be doing that a lot more lately. Yes, he did. And uh, he's in hospital. Yeah. He's doing good. So first review. Yep. Yep. So who passed away? The uh, operations uh, director in Charlotte of the intercom station? Yes. Yes. So 
Unfortunately, no matter where you are, it'll. I think he is 53, I believe. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it did, it did. It hit. I did get a chance to put it in the news because it hit after I did my radio news. So, all yeah, right, we have um, we have Joe in Albuquerque. Go ahead, Joe. Oh, hi. Uh, is my understanding right that uh, Paul Harvey, the rest of the story, can get that on, on WGN's website? I'm not clear. If WGN is broadcasting on the internet, which they are. You can listen to them on, on their website, and if you have a voice assistant, you can ask the play. You can ask the play WG. Yeah, and an article we saw the, uh, a couple of days ago said that if this goes over on WGN, they may try to syndicate those around the country. Yes. Well, so I, think, I think you have no problem listening to it on the web. Uh, I don't, I don't, they did not say in the article what time it was going to be on. Right. Not, that, we didn't get that either, so I don't know. So... All right, Jerry out in Indiana, Pennsylvania. We have your next here. Go ahead, Jerry. Okay, I wanted to tell you guys discovered last weekend, W. it seems to be only on weekends for now, but WBEB in Philly, uh, B101, is, is doing Christmas music on the weekends. Thank you, Jerry. Okay. Uh, a lot of stations have been doing, doing that. But, uh, well, that's good. The 4th of July is Saturday, so if they're still doing it, we can listen to Christmas music on the 4th of July. That'll be good. Yeah, good. Well, that's something I won't be listening to this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I other things still here. Well, I'm curious how sports radio is going to cover uh, the NFL drafts here. Gonna I can tell pretty, you. Pretty well, I'm sure. A lot yeah, of stations. Yeah, Christmas think, music in the background. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I think they're going to, and, and of course, this is uh, tonight. We actually have a live sporting event of some consequence, the first one in uh, two months. But, you know, uh, yeah, I think they're going to, certainly all the national ones are going to be there. Uh, you know, ESPN and Sirius XM and all that, they're going to be far. Fox I mean, Sports Radio's got Jake Lander, Joel. But a lot, of the, a lot of the flagships, I'm sure, are going to do special coverage because usually they're the flagship of the football team, but they've usually got a baseball team or game or a hockey game or something that, that night. They're going to be all able to get uh, everybody all hands on deck, I would think, tonight. Well, and what about, what about, what about their... uh, television? How is that going to work on TV? Well, because, the, the uh, doing... oh, hold on a second, Sean. Go ahead, Mike. I mean, you guys can add to it, but what I understand is, of course, Roger Goodell will be broadcasting from his basement, and they have over mm-hmm. 200 different cameras of different people in their homes. So yes, they do. Virtual. And ESPN and NFL Network are combining, but ABC has its own... Um, feed of it, but ESPN and NFL, NFL Network, you'll hear the same thing. What yeah, I wonder Eddie. is if it's going to be a common feed so that, let's say, Roger Goodell, you you, you would still not hear him on Fox or ESPN if something is a problem with his equipment. I assume it's a common feed. Yeah, it's going to be a common feed. They're just gonna... Radio's just kind of grabbing their own... What you wonder is, will he have the fans booing him in you know, like they always He's probably hired a few people to come in because they yeah. won't know who he is if he doesn't get booed. Here's, here's the other problem. Let's hope, and, and we've talked about this, uh, Mike, you know what, you and I've talked about this a lot, and with, with everyone doing the show virtually from different places, how will it all play out and how will they get rid of all the technical difficulties that always tend to occur when you've got people Skyping or Zoom or whatever they use, Zoom or whatever they're using for this for this type of event. I mean, things just don't go right a lot of times when they do these remote things like this. Um Especially nope. when you hear someone in their basement and they don't, and the microphone is into, is built into the webcam, and they're not near the microphone a lot of times, it just sounds terrible. So hopefully they can. Fix and the it. NFL supposedly has done a test run, and they had a little problem at first, but it was like a two-minute, and they they fixed it. But like you said, the ESPN guys are going to have six or seven analysts all at their own locations analyzing everything, 
and then ABC is going to have all their college game day crew, and just like Fox Sports Radio is going to have theirs, and CBS Sports Radio is going to have their crew, and then the Cowboys. I know the Cowboys are making theirs available to their whole network, not just the flagship. But I'm sure other stations are because I know our state, one of our sports stations here is running the Cowboy Network coverage, and the other one's just going to run Fox Sports Radio. So. I only want to know, Chris, and I'm going to ask you this question because you're, you're like myself or a little older and you remember this stuff. What would Jim McKay and Chris Shankle and Bill Fleming, what would they all yeah. think about all this? Well, they'd, they'd be, you know, what they'd be thinking of is that it goes back to the old days because the old days, the draft was on Tuesday morning and people were all separated all over the place. And, you know, you didn't have fans at the draft. You used to have people would have a representative in the New York office. And it was a lot less centralized than it got later on. And this is, you know, going to be the, you know, the wave of the future to some degree. This is going to make an option of more of this stuff from time to time. When, when people want to do this stuff, they'll, be, they'll know within the next few months how to get a lot of the bugs out of it. And it can, you know, create some interesting uh, combinations. So everybody doesn't have to come to a studio. Everybody doesn't have to go to a arena. Yeah, you're going to want that. You're going to, you know, because you have, you know, you know, a bunch of people in an arena. You would have had twenty thousand people in. Uh, where is it? Was it going to be Vegas? It was going to be, you know, some, some place. Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Even so, in eighty, even in eighty three, when they started on ESPN, everybody was at their home place, but they had the one person. So I mean. They had people all over the place. They didn't have them all there when they, the first one was televised, April of '83. So. Yeah. By the way, Chris, so, yeah. maybe we be better explain that uh, the people I just mentioned, uh, uh, Jim McKay was, was the host of Wild World, ABC's Wild World of Sports. Bill yep. Fleming was a sports announcer for for that yep. particular program, and, mm-hmm. the, and then so was Chris Schenkel. And of course, and you're always talking about the Giants back in about '57, '58. Chris Schenkel and Jim McKay did the Giants together on uh, on CBS TV. <laughs> You know, uh, for I, the New York and the Boston audience. And, you, and you're talking Chris to the guy, I know, it gets, I know it gets old, but you're talking to the guy who's really not into sports. sports and I, we, I know what's up with this stuff. Uh, like, Jeff, we know you're not into sports. In <laughs> um, yeah, that's right. Yeah. On the radio, wide, Worldwide Sports, it was I called, and they would switch around the country. And that was a cool way to find out what the different affiliates were. You know, yeah. we're switching to KRLD in Dallas or switching to so for KTR in Houston. You see, it, see it, I'm young enough. I remember Chris Shankle in the 80s when he did bowling. Doing bowling. Oh, yeah. yeah we remember bowling. Bad, and, yes. and the end of his very bad college football career, which... Uh, yeah, he was, not a, he was not a great announcer in a lot of ways, but he was... Uh, Came out, you know, he, he somebody got got his ear in New York, and then he went to, to ABC, and they, there was a lot of that going on. And, uh, ABC was, Rune Ardledge wanted to get the, the most popular, and he'd grab him, and got Jim McKay and Chris Schenkel for a while. Now, let's not say too many bad things football. about Chris Schenkel, because we might offend the people from Indiana, because Chris Schenkel is from Fort Wayne, Indiana. He, he was uh-huh. from Indiana, he was, and he started in Providence, as I understand it, in his career before he went to New York. True. Just to amplify on that NFL, they have also, they have backup internet in case one goes down. They've got backup internet in their homes because Indianapolis, and they've been through three test runs. So Mm -hmm. that's not to guarantee that nothing will go wrong. We've done that here. We've been through test runs. But But if you remember right, Bill, they've done the three test runs, but... The people were not allowed to say if there were problems. True, but there was a problem, I think. <laughs> right, correct, there was, but officially they weren't supposed to say anything. We, we are talking about the cure. That would be Roger Goodell. Yeah. Well, if you do, you know, it doesn't remind you of the Yankees, Chris, when when Red Barber told the, yep. the camera to show the crowd, and there was only like 400 people in the stadium. 
Yeah, he said, folks, the biggest story today is, is uh, the weather and the crowd and the lack of a crowd. We've got 413 people here, and uh, they didn't want him to show the crowd, and he got fired for that in 1966 before he said, good, I don't want to work for an organization like that. And you know, and you know there's always going to be technical, because as we've seen with a lot of our local news at home, there's been plenty of technical glitches. There was one, I'm not sure what city this was in, but I guess a girl, a reporter was doing a haircut story. She was doing a haircut story about how to cut your own hair. And I guess at the time her husband was in a shower, and let's just say there was a reflection, and it showed him in the shower. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, if the, if the well, NFL does it, yeah. I'm not like Mike. I can't cut my own hair. So yeah. Get yeah, we're all going to look like the House of David <clears throat> going around, you know, like the ball players with the beards and the long hair. Hey, Bernie, you haven't chimed in here. I don't know if there's anything you, I, you know, you're, you're not <laughs> muted. So is there anything you want to add to this before we get to our next event? I, you know, I uh, don't contribute much to sports because I don't feel like I have much to contribute. But I will say, on a totally different subject, I am very excited because the station I work for this weekend is not running Christmas music. They were supposed to, but they're not because, uh, well, there's already one doing it full time here in town. That's true. And <laughs> this station's such a powerhouse, Bernie, that it'll just beat you out 107.9. You know, I mean, just because they have a 2.3 rating, I mean, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah, but I know you guys know are... What the, what the new format's going to be, and no one seems to know yet. So uh, they, they, no. not, they don't know. <laughs> they that probably doesn't, don't. That doesn't hold up very well. So uh, they probably and I don't. I don't well, think man. that it's... I don't think it's doing very well for them either. No. May first is a Friday, so it could be a good day to kick off a new format. But wait till July fourth and have Christmas in the Yeah, hey, might as well wait till January. You hear a lot of these per inquiry type commercials where you know call for vitamins or something like that, and, and they get paid. Oh my God! You, yeah. you know what those spots are like, Bernie. So oh yes. So tons of them, tons of them. If you hear a lot of those kind of spots, you'll know it. And if you hear a lot of national spots over and over and over again, you know that it, that it's probably for barter or for trade or for something else too. Exactly. I just got a bulletin. If the NFL draft doesn't work out tonight, don't worry. It'll go to Atlanta on Monday or Las Vegas, one of those places. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it'll well, be it was supposed good. to be in Las Vegas anyway. Right, but yeah. <laughs> they're going to bring it back now that there's no problem. You know, so anyway. And we will well, talk about it Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it's, it's going to be an interesting uh, thing. And they've got three days to cover because they're doing it t- tonight, tomorrow night, and then Saturday. So uh, we'll, uh, there will be some glitches sometime or another. And, and there should be some famous uh, air checks that come out of it that will be kept for years because some crazy things will happen. I think it's going to be oh, interesting yeah. to see how sports goes on throughout the summer because radio stations that are predominantly all sports are really going to have to be very creative. Because after a while... Carnivorous just wears very thin at some point, and people don't, don't want to hear about it over and over again. Especially if there's well, something. I think there'll be some games of some type in some sports. Don't ask me which ones where, but I think enough uh, leagues are coming up with different plans, and we run those down each week as we do right. our show on here. Is, is, uh, Sean, that's that show on Sunday. Just, is that the show you're talking about? That's part yeah. of it. Half our show is running down speculation <laughs> of how they might do this yeah. stuff. Yeah. So. But you know, you know, you know, though. Just to give you a clue, though, baseball is. Heck bent on being the first, so I wouldn't be yes. surprised if somehow they're the first. Well, I so tune I in Sunday at eight PM Eastern. I, I mean, I've been wrong before, <laughs> and, I, and Bill and I we, we've talked about this. And if we were right all the time, this we, we, would, we, we wouldn't be running. A, we wouldn't be working at a radio station on the internet. We'd be making millions of dollars. But 
I don't see baseball without the fans being very popular. And it's bad enough that baseball has had problems getting ratings to begin with. Uh, so I think that's good. I they're, think, though, no, if, they're the, if they're the first to come back, though, Jeff, they'll get ratings just because I people want so. to see something. I don't think so. That's yeah, true. they will. 70% of their revenue is television. But, that's right. You know, so so they I, get back, yeah. you know, they'll get most of their revenue. And then the, the crazy thing about the fans that you were talking earlier about maybe only using the third of these stadiums because these have to be every other seat, that, that isn't going to give much of an atmosphere anyway. So they may be better off without fans at least the first few months. Well, they're talking anyway, about we talked about this earlier, and I know we got to get. At least they'll have a bump in ratings when they start. That's true, I mean, but we yeah, talked about this. They're, they're going to be doing the baseball down. from Arizona <laughs> at the various uh, 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 whatever they call well, it. Well, the, there's there's different plans. That's, that's tune in on Sunday. Tune, tune in on right. Sunday, and we'll make it up. We might be all different by Sunday anyway, because they come up with a new proposal every day. Don't know. Well, they'll right have to come up with something. They'll have to come up with something because with the NFL getting all the attention, you know that Rob Manford cannot have it with baseball getting no attention. Yeah. Uh, now we're gonna see. They're all wait, tuning in right now for Jenny's award-winning call letter. Yes, yes they, they are. are. Sure. Yes, go ahead. Hardly wait. All right. We we've got Jenny's call letter. Yeah. Clamor. She just standing by here with her glass of iced tea and her braille display right. and she's, she, she's going to do it right now for you hello everyone i'm jennifer sparks and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of april 23rd ktns 1060 oakhurst california changes format from regional mexican to ranchera and changes slogan from radio laser to la mexicana wcga 1100 woodbine georgia changes format from silent to talk and adds slogan wonderful coastal georgia wbzw am 1520 apopka florida changes calls to wndo am kjbi 100.1 fort pierre south dakota changes slogan from 100.1 the eagle to the eagle 100 Point one FM 107.9 FM KRVP 91.5 Fall Furious Texas changes slogan from Radio Vida to La Vaz de Dios WFLN AM 1480 Arcadia Florida changes calls to WCXS AM WJYE AM 1280 Gardner, Maine changes calls to WHTP AM WCYR AM 1400 VZ, Maine changes calls to WHZP AM WJJM 1490 Lewisburg, Tennessee changes slogan from 1490 Fox Sports Radio to Fox Sports AM 1490 92.5 FM WQKK 106.9 Renovo, Pennsylvania. Ch-
changes format from silent to rock and adds slogan totally awesome 80s WZIM 99.5 Lexington, Illinois changes slogan from new magic 99.5 FM to magic 99.5 FM KFRQ 94.5 Harlingen, Texas changes slogan from Q94.5 Rock to Q94.5 Kicks. KISM 92.9 Bellingham, Washington changes slogan from Classic Rock to Classic Rock 92.9 KISM. KISX 107.3 White House, Texas changes slogan from Hot 107.3 Jams to 107.3 Kiss FM. KKPS 99.5 Brownsville, Texas changes format from Urban AC to Spanish Urban. KRIX 105.5 Port Isabel, Texas changes format from format not available to classic rock and adds slogan Rocket 105.5 KRKY FM 88.7 Douglas, Wyoming changes frequency from 88.7 to 88.1 KTDZ 103.9 College, Alaska changes slogan from TED FM to TED FM 103.9 KUXU 88.3 Monroe, Utah changes frequency from 88.3 to 88.5 KVLY 107.9 Edinburgh, Texas changes format from adult contemporary to hot AC and changes slogan from mixed 107.9 to 107.9 RGV FM WBRK 1340 Pittsfield, Massachusetts changes slogan from the peak to the peak 97.1 WBZW 1520 Apopka, Florida changes format from business news to ethnic and changes slogan from 1520 The Biz to Radio Nouvelle Lumiere. WDDW 104.7 Curtevant, Wisconsin changes slogan from La Grande to La Grande 104.7 WENT 1340 Gloversville, New York changes slogan from Your Information Station to 1340 AM 105.1 FM WENT ENT, WGHN 1370, Grand Haven, Michigan, changes format from oldies to classic hits, WHHM FM, 107.7, Henderson, Tennessee, changes slogan from star 107 to star 107.7, WKFR FM, 
3, Battle Creek, Michigan, changes slogan from today's best music to 103.3 WKFR, today's best music. WPBR 1340, Radio Nouvelle Lumière, WPDQ 91.5, Scottsville, Kentucky, changes frequency from 91.5 to 91.3, WTPA 1590, St. Petersburg Beach, Florida, changes format from format not available to ethnic, and adds slogan, Radio Nouvelle Lumière, KH. DV 107.9 Darby, Montana changes slogan from the drive 107.9 to the drive 107.9 and 103.7 KNTS 1680 Seattle, Washington changes slogan from Radio Lose to 1680 AM Radio Lose WANB 1210 Waynesburg, Pennsylvania changes format from country to classic country. WDXC 102.3 Pound, Virginia changes slogan from kicking country to live and local. WHMQ 1240 Greenfield, Massachusetts changes slogan from Pioneer Valley's News Radio to News Information and the Arts. W WJJC 1270 Commerce, Georgia changes format from silent to classic country and adds slogan Whispering 95.1 FM 1270 AM WKQW FM 96.3 Oil City, Pennsylvania changes slogan from KQW 96.3 to Mix 96.3 WQM NAFM 88.3 Springfield, Illinois changes calls to WTTTFM. The following stations have signed off the air. WJSO 90.1 Pikeville, Kentucky. KWRM 1370 Corona, California. KMUS 1380 Sperry, Oklahoma. WCL C1260, Jamestown, Tennessee, WPIK 102.5, Summerland Key, Florida. And those are your call letter and format changes for this week. For All Things Radio, I'm Jennifer Sparks, wishing all of you a very good week. Really? Corona, California? Oh, only only five stations signed off. So oh, five stations. Five stations. Yeah. This time, a lot of stations changing format, though. But really, Corona, yeah, California? Corona, California, there's, there's a place you don't want to live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you but know. you notice the format changes are, a lot of them are more clarifications, like if they got an FM translator, yeah. that they're emphasizing the FM, not the AM anymore. Oh, yeah. That, and that's what, that's what you're seeing these days. Now, I want to point out that 88.3 WQNA in Springfield, that had at least three line broadcasters on there. Uh, it was a lower power station, but it, mm-hmm. uh, 
You had Jim Pemberton and uh, Rachel Schroeder and I think Larry Turnbull did a show on there. So it had a number of blind folks in it. Yeah. Wow, that's it cool. Up. Yeah, back about 20 years ago, I used to correspond with Jim Pemberton. Yeah, I did too. It's on an old phone system back then. So I enjoyed yeah. talking to you. Yeah, yeah they show on there as well. A show called Handy Talk back in 98, and they simulcasted on there. Mm. Yeah, and in 2003, we did that interview on there. So I used to, used to know those guys real well. They used to like the radio lookup website. It's are going to survive in the next few months. Yeah. Listen, things are going to have to really open up at some point because the economy can't really survive. A radio, small radio stations really can't survive like this. It's just impossible, especially when you don't have advertising coming in. And if you have an AM with marginal coverage, what's the impetus to bring it back? Right. Because, you, you know, it's going to cost more money than it's making, right, Mike? You know, you right. Well, some of them just switched to an internet only. And I've seen a few do that. Uh, that's what happened in St. Louis, 1430. They went to internet only? They just went to internet only. What do they well, do? Like small, some of these small town stations where a lot of their stuff is shut down, and it's like, well, what do you know? These small town AM only stations that don't have a translator, like I think of the town that I grew up in. That little station is probably hmm, they've been on since '48. But that's a fifty thousand watt station, Mike. That fourteen thirty. But wasn't their owner in trouble? Right. That was there was. I don't think it was financial. They just right. They uh, had a. Uh, people with a felon running it, and that's a violation of FCC rules. So, but, yeah. But the point is, the station's off the air, but they did keep the online. And I've seen that in a few other cases. AMs have gone off the air, and they kept the stream going. Well, and there's some radio stations that have owned that are only internet ones that have been very successful. There's one in Cleveland. I think we featured it quite a while ago. Uh, that's only on the internet and does fairly well. I mean, they're they're still on the air, and, and I think I did a feature on them about three or four years ago. Yeah, I just oh, the one Carolina's greatest hits that you featured last year. Yeah, you were talking about Sonos Radio, and I was looking through cities and uh, found some stations in Indianapolis and one here in Evansville, WTSG. I think it means Tri-State Gold. I don't know, but they play a really wide variety of music. So, Well, that Sonos Radio is an interesting feature, and I've found some jazz stations that I happen to like. Uh, and what they've also done is they've taken the radio stations that are on the Internet that are owned by other people, like from iHeartMedia, and if you look up, for example, New York City, they'll put that, they have specialty stations. Plus, they have regular commercial stations. But it's just interesting to see that they're they're looking at making it easier for the people who have their Sonos systems to find stuff. And that's what they're uh, well, having to add all these different music services. So they can go to Sonos Radio, and it you know seems the, to be working out pretty well. Yeah, it's kind of weird because I looked in Indianapolis and I didn't see Bernie's station or Hank FM. But then when I clicked on Legend Oldies, then it showed me other stations, including B105.7. So, we'll have to get that fixed. Yes, what I thought will. was interesting is they said that <laughs> they started Sonos Radio because 80% of people using it were streaming. So that says that even though you have all these music services, Apple Music and Google and Spotify and all these things, that people still want curated content. So there you go, Bernie. We still want people to have the gift of yep. putting radio in a different better. form, but it's still radio, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I would yeah, hire a lot of stations I listen to the stream, and they're not in my city, but I like the stations. Well, right. uh, my sister promote said that, the fact that you can uh, that you can get us with you know your your devices because we figure that's how a lot of people are listening anyway. They are, yeah. yeah. And why not? Well, but why please, not? Please, 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 internet radio operators, please uh, 
coordinate the commercials when they go from internet to radio to local commercials that we don't hear on the internet only station. Please do it professionally so we don't hear part of the local commercial, and the national commercial, and then it, when it comes back to the radio station, it's in the middle of a song. Please do it properly. That's all I got to say. It's, it's really hard to do that, though. It's hard it to is. Fix that. It really is. We have that problem here. A lot of our stations are definitely t- they're reminding everybody you can stream us. You know they're really yeah. pushing the stream because they know everybody's at home, and you know most people except us don't have radios at home anymore. Mm-hmm. That's true. Well, but, some of the, some stations here have signal issues, so they they always push them. Yeah, they always push it, but now that I mean, even some of the big stations are pushing it now. Oh, well, sure. the the beauty of that Sonos is you can yeah, use it with, yeah. with it, you know the. Waterloo Media, they're pushing them. What was that, that, Bill? The beauty of that Sonos system is you can work it so well with the Lady A or the Google Assistant without even knowing anything about a computer. I mean, you can tell your XXX to play XXX on your Sonos device. I mean, it just does it, or your Lady, and it just works so well. The only challenge I'm seeing is that while Google and the iPhone, Siri, they seem to be more consistent, but a lot of times your Echo, your Lady A device, has a slightly different verbal command. It does. For example, if I want to hear FM 100.7 in San Diego, it keeps telling me that I want to hear WHUD in Peekskill, New York, because they're on 100.7, and they think that maybe because I'm closer to Peekskill, New York, but that's not what I want to hear, so I have to phrase it differently. And I wish that there was a way that they could standardize that, Mike. But that's an issue with the um, because it does it properly with Google with the Google Home Assistant, uh, but sometimes it doesn't do you, it properly. Sometimes you have to say on tune in, and that will make the difference. But also, yeah, uh, yeah. I submitted one for the alumni, which the alumni podcast, which begins with Bernie, but on the Echo, it doesn't process the word for the. So if you say Indiana School for the Blind, it won't play. So you have to say Indiana School Blind Alumni. So I'm not real crazy about that. But I uh, I actually got I got mine to say it with the for the blind. You did? It's a, yeah. It actually last night I tried it and it actually worked. Well, you're magical though. So, so a key on the on the tags that you put in there, Mike. That's probably what it's looking at. Well, I wrote for the blind. I'm saying I if I said it, and I think even Bill said it, it played something else in Indiana High School principals. Uh, but <laughs> wow. that radio voice he just projected, or maybe he had it right in his face. <laughs> maybe so, yeah. I didn't have to do it twice. So You're a blind guy, so you got him, got him trained. You got your device I mean, trained. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, we do. have one hand raised from Joe and Albert from Phoenix, Mexico. Okay, so and let, me, we'll... let me get you in here, and I know we got to get Phil's thing going here. Hold on a second. Go ahead, Joe. Okay, you say so no radio. I, I, I don't have a lady A, so if... If I could have the spelling so I could type it on my computer. That's not going to help you, Joe. The Sonos radio is only available for people who have Sonos speakers. But, but, Joe. But, Joe. Just so you know, it's S-O-N-O-S. S-O-N-O-S. Thank you. But, Joe, you can get one built in. But a lot of the stuff they have, you can listen to on your Echo device or Google Home. Right. It doesn't have branding, repackaging things. A lot of it's from iHeart. Yeah. Uh, tune in, and they said eventually radio.com, and so a lot of the stuff can be found elsewhere. It's just good for those who have those speakers. But, so. yeah. And it's free, Joe, but the to get that device, you can get a Sonos device, which has Lady A or the Google Assistant in it, for $199. And there's no sports. You can't 
listen to. So it is, it is bright, or music. So we may have to revisit one of those demos one of these days. I guess it's time. Because Sonos is coming out with an upgrade. It's supposed to be a lot of new fancy schmancy. Well, the other thing, too, is if you want to show some sports, then you might want to wait till we have some in a couple months, and then you know, by the end, the update might be in anyway. So. Shoot, by then, that'll be obsolete, Chris. <laughs> you never know mm -hmm. but with the way these electronics go. I guess it's time for us to do WKNR. We did that last week, Jeff did. Not that right, Jeff can but this the is other, the, this the is other the one. Cleveland yeah. version of WKNR. And since yeah. Jeff's not a sports guy, I figured why not stick it to Jeff? And why not do a sports talk station? Because anytime I, I can do that, I do that to Jeff. <laughs> Just messing with him a little bit this here. This was from the '90s, so this ought to be as this well, should be was, well, radio was really this starting was, and evolving uh, and getting going. And WKNR, just so we get it in, in is now at 8:50 in Cleveland. Right. That's where they are. Right, and the other thing is, this is before there was ESPN on a daily basis. This is before ESPN radio was full time, and they had some off the wall network. But this, we're going to listen to. A broadcast from July 23rd, 1993, and it's the morning show, and it was okay. By today's standards, you'd say, yuck. But there's nothing like Cleveland and the way they love the Cavs, the Browns, and the Indians. So here we go from 1993. The call letters to remember. WKNR. The frequency. AM 1220. All sports. All the time. The train is slowed. The dream moves on. Wake up. It's a great new morning with Tolo and Toppy It's five after six. I'm Thor Cholo. My partner, Paul Tapier, is wearing a bright, flashy purple. Well, the train is slowed, huh? <laughs> it's Mr. Haney. Oh, coming down to your Petticoat Junction. Uh, it's Uncle Joe. Thank you so much. Yeah, would you do a little lawn sleeping <laughs> last night again, Thor? No, We're no. talking about green acres here. <laughs> All over the place. What We're else? talking about at least three different front lawns, ain't we? <laughs> Always confused. Haney so and Joe. Tell us about this train, huh? Oh, man, the Indian's train. Oh, is that yeah. what you're talking about? Seven to two, two to seven. Doc Gunner, what happened? Anyway, they're five and two now. Oh, I thought you were no talking sense. about hopping on the Cannonball Express with Billy Joe, Bobby Joe, and Betty Joe. <laughs> and smoking Joe Frazier and Joe Garagiola and Curly yeah. Joe. Any Joe you want. I even have some Hojo to go. You have Hojo to go? Yeah. Oh, my. Don't you remember Hojo to go? Uh, she was an Olympic sprinter, right? Uh, no, you could get it at Howard Johnson's. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like Country Kitchen, except they didn't have any big-ass sweet rolls. <laughs> that, that was Flo Joe. I'm sorry. Was, what was I thinking? Yeah, well, so what are you going to do for this show today? Oh, Thor? it's incredible. Do you want me to run down the list? Oh, give us the whole list. We will be joined live by Cuyahoga County Sheriff Gerald McFall. All right. We'll have a visit. 
from one of our beloved staff's fathers-in-law. And what? If that's not enough, what? you heard me. And our beloved staff's father-in-law, that's our big guest for the No, no, no. Cuyahoga County Sheriff Gerald McFall will be our headliner. And our warm-up act. Before we have the comedian from Hilarities? Uh, oh, yeah, that long before. Great. We have we have Sheriff <laughs> Sheriff McFall as the warm-up act. Let me just say one thing about... Sheriff McFall, whom, whom I met for the first time last evening, we're, uh, we're saddled up, and, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean, uh, what do you call that when you're up at a... Bellied up? Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you, you're welcome. Yeah, no, we had, a, we had a good time over at, uh, over a tiny little pub. So, in other words, like, yes, Sheriff Gerald McFall, he will, uh, yeah. your, your man friend? <laughs> no, no, Sheriff McFall, by the way, says hi, all right? He says hello, and secondly, is ready to talk about Gateway and stuff. Hey, Hi, Billy! <laughs> Hi, this is so exciting story. What? I got another man friend, yes! <laughs> a man with a badge, yes! Oh, this is so exciting, a pistol-packing... <laughs> oh, you know what I mean. Yeah. This is so exciting. <laughs> He'll also talk a little bit of politics and explain why sheriffs run for office as either Republicans or Democrats in a society where they are alleged and supposed and purported to hold up the laws set aside by the Supreme Court. Oh, well, having watched High Noon and Wyatt Earp and the Guns of Wilts on it and all those different shows and the Rifleman, yeah. Yeah. Yes, I've always, always wanted to be deputized. Do you think he could do that? He can do anything you'd like. Oh, he has a lot of... He's one, most, starting, yeah. one of the most powerful men in the county. Tom. Oh, this is so incredible, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah? I can't wait for this, Thor. This just oh, sounds like such an exciting portion of your little bit of the show. <laughs> it's all coming. All coming next hey, hour. Thor, the mailman isn't here yet, and yeah. I think he has your package of talent with him. <laughs> Ouch. July 21st through the 24th, there's only one place you'll want to be. The 51st Annual Strongsville Homecoming, presented by the Strongsville Chamber of Commerce. Catch this schedule of events. On Wednesday, July 21st, the 1993 Homecoming officially opens at noon with the Homecoming Parade and rides all day. On Thursday, there's the Strongsville Elementary School Band Concert and a huge country music show featuring Del Rio. And don't forget the rides. Friday, July 23rd, rides, of course. And the Morning Star Show Band keeps you going all evening long. Then on Saturday, July 24th, the Morning Star Band reappears for plenty of music. And don't forget the rides. All days feature giveaway drawings for wonderful prices. So block your calendar now for a great weekend of events July 21st through the 24th. The 51st Annual Strongsville Homecoming. One big party you'll want to attend. Twenty tickers brought to you by Sports Careers. Sign up now for the fall seminar in New York City. Browns training camp, not even a week old, but the surprises continue to mount as Michael Dean Perry left the practice field yesterday after having words with Bill Belichick. According to reports, Perry has not comment about the incident, and Belichick said he and Perry will talk about it later. Scott Heeman belted his first Major League homer, drove in five as the A's ended the Tribe's five-game winning streak with a 7-2 win at the stadium. You heard on KNR. Bill Ward 
Pitts had a rocky outing for the Tribe in relief of Tommy Kramer, allowing five runs, three earned on three hits, including the Heeman homer, in less than two innings. You realize that these days are going to happen, and uh, I think it's important that when they do, you're trying to learn from it what you can and apply it to the future, and uh, that's what I'm you know, hoping to do. Elsewhere in the American League, Royals edge the uh, Orioles 8-6 as the Mariners 10-3 over the Yankees. Angels got beat by the Red Sox and Roger Clemens 4-1. Twins 7-2 over the Tigers. Jays knocked off the White Sox 4-1. Phillies shut out the Dodgers 7-0 last night. Braves bond the Cardinals 14-2 as the Astros 5-3 over the Pirates. Cubs at 4, Reds 1, Marlins 6-4 victors over the Rockies. Giants beat the Expos 4-3 and the Padres lost to the Mets 5-2. Bill Thurman Thomas agreed to a four-year deal that will make him the highest paid running back at 13.5 million. KNR 2020 ticker updated at 10:30 and 50 past the hour. I'm Jimmy Christopher WKNR Sports. Well, I'll tell you one thing, Jimmy C. Good thing Michael Dean has talent. Because any other dude that got into lip service with Belichick at a practice, no less, in the first week of camp would be Gonzo. This was yesterday afternoon. I, I was out there yesterday morning, but this occurred in the afternoon practice. Apparently, they had words. Perry threw his hands up in the air and then left. Modell was watching from his cart nearby. Oh, boy. And he said that uh, it's blown out of proportion. It's not that big of a story. He yeah. Perry back. Yeah. yeah. Blown out of proportion. He Perry back today. <laughs> oh, that could be. That's, and that's probably the case. But how do you no. blow out? of proportion, you're all pro-lineman tossing his arms in the air and walking out of camp. Apparently, <laughs> Perry wasn't, uh, wasn't yeah. angry about the incident, but uh, uh, well, at least he wasn't yesterday. He left. Or he walked out. He stormed out of practice. He walked out. Whatever. He grinned. He smiled. He left. He, he backed out. It doesn't matter. The point is, he was AWOL. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Good thing, good thing he's got talent. Oh, uh, you want to get that door, yeah, Jimmy? Yeah, hang on. Sure, Paul. Beautiful day hey, in my neighborhood. It's Mr. a wonderful Rogers. day in my neighborhood. Won't you be? Won't you be? Won't you be my neighbor? <laughs> Hi there, boys and girls. <laughs> Welcome to Mr. Belichick's neighborhood. Hey, what a neighborhood it is. I think I'll go over the closet now and put on my garbage bag. <laughs> Hold a press conference. What happened there with Michael Dean? Can you say scumbag? <laughs> sure, I knew that you could. Can you say pain in my ass? Pain in my ass, sure. I knew that you could. Yeah. This is how I get angry, boys and girls. <laughs> I'm really mad. I'm really hot. I really feel cross this morning. In fact, I think I'll close practice just for the hell of it. <laughs> Just because I heard Thor was coming with Jimmy Christopher later and was going to try to eat all the food. <laughs> with the sheriff. So tomorrow, tomorrow, we'll start the day tomorrow with a run-up heartbreak hill. Can you say coronary, boys and girls? <laughs> Seven.
even chilly degrees in Cleveland. This could only be Thor's Weird World on KNR. Whoever wants to be crowned Miss America anyway, Howard, you better know how to put on makeup and do your hair, especially... I heard it was your man friend, the <laughs> sheriff, sheriff of yeah. Yeah. He will be referred to from now on as the sheriff. <laughs> Not your man friend? No, he's the, he's the sheriff. Okay, okay. We want remember him on, the TV. We want him on the program live. Do you remember the TV yeah. show? You asked for it. Yeah. You asked for it. <laughs> hey, you better know how to put on your makeup and do your hair if you want to win this darn pageant known as Miss America in Atlantic City. For the first time in the pageant's 73-year history, Miss America hopefuls will have to apply their own makeup and style their own hair with no help. No longer will pricey makeup artists and hairstylists be allowed. The contest is also relaxing its dress code. Contestants will now be able to dress in evening wear, including pants, in addition to floor-length jeweled gowns. The chance. Yeah, they can wear pants. Who wants to see Miss America in pants? I can't imagine anyone. <laughs> I'd rather Roseanne see Barr, yes. I'd rather see them all without pants. The changes are aimed at updating the Miss America pageant and boosting the show's ratings. <laughs> it's a battle between church and state up in Seattle. The Embassy of Heaven Church in Sublimity, Oregon has been issuing license plates. Hold on. Uh, yeah. Sublimity? Sublimity, Oregon. Are you kidding me? No, it's Sublimity. It's been issuing license plates. Stupid name. That look a lot like the real ones, except for the word heaven, where a state's name usually goes. Seattle police have been told to issue tickets to cars bearing such heavenly plates covering up Oregon. But church pastor Paul Revere contends the plates are 100% valid. He says we're in the kingdom of heaven, a nation of God, and that the plates are done in God's authority. To prove his point, Revere has promised to send the Washington State Patrol a copy of heaven's motor vehicle code. And uh, what can you expect? We broke this story a month and a half ago. People in River Falls, Wisconsin aren't that used to seeing celebrities. So with Joe Montana in town for football practice, residents are going crazy. They named, a town, they named a town after him in Montana called Joe Montana. Are you serious? Fans ring the Kansas City practice field every day to get a glimpse of their new quarterback. One man yelled, we're not out here to watch some darn rookie. We're here to see Joe Montana. As a rookie, Chip Hillary took his turn. Another time at a tavern, a lady snatched an empty beer can out of Montana's hand and stuffed it into her purse. And there's the River Falls Montana burger. It comes piled up with bacon and cheese. The star of all the attention says it's getting a little bit bizarre and he wants to go back to a normal lifestyle. If not, he'll make sure he does. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Nine yards with Joe Montana. <laughs> Another man friend of Thor's. Oil your weapon. In this, Thor's weird world. All part of the Tolo and Tapia porno hour. <laughs> this morning on Sports Radio at Sunrise, WKNR. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> Uh, pretty, crazy. pretty crazy show, Bill. Huh? Yeah, they, yeah, they had the Browns. That, that station had the Browns, and they had the Indians. The Indians at that point, it was Tom Hamilton, as they still have, with Herb Score. He was still there. And the Browns had Gib Shanley, I think, and uh, uh, what, what was his name? Uh, Casey Coleman and uh, and Doug Deacon were the Browns announcers. So, And uh, that was pretty good imitation. I don't know why they mixed up Bill Belichick with 
with Mr. Rogers because you could just do a Bill Belichick with no intonation. We, we're all familiar with Bill Belichick now, that's for sure. But well, they were they were doing a Mr. Rogers neighborhood, but with Belichick, that's what yeah. it sounded like, and they were just they were just throwing that in, and then of course the fake Howard Cosell. But one thing yep. I got to say, they you know, and a lot of your better sports stations have that. They have their stick with the characters and the and that's yep, they do. And that's yeah, why they're still around. And great, great morning show. Yeah, I wonder if they're still on anywhere. Those two, I don't think they. I don't think they are. But I mean, Bernie. But that's part of the problem. Is even if you're a 24-hour sports station, sometimes you have to veer away from it in, in in the morning drive to do other things because that's where you get the ratings. But I don't. I don't know how well WKNR did back then. But it was a pretty funny show. I couldn't help but laugh. Big really staff and a lot of people. Yeah, I think they've done these because again the call letters are kept. They moved to eight fifty, and and again, you know, companies may have swapped frequencies and stuff. I think twelve twenty well, might be a Christian uh, frequency yeah, Chris, right 1220 now. Twelve twenty is well, they have the calls WHK if I'm not mistaken, Chris. Yeah. Probably better, probably a little bit better signal at eight fifty because yeah, they have to power down some at night because of KOA, but twelve twenty because of twelve ten. In Philly. Oh, uh, I could get, get twelve twenty here. I could get twelve twenty here when the Indians were there. It was harder than PAM, but I could yeah. get it. They're better yeah. than eight fifty is at night. Oh no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. I wasn't sure. And it, you know, and before probably the network that Bill was thinking that they may yeah. have been running they may have been running back then was uh, the old sports entertainment network which became one on one, sporting news, Yahoo and now, SB Nation, because I think that was the only national, the main national sports syndicator. Back then, they were out of Vegas, but... Yeah, yeah, they were pretty you know, good, actually. Yeah, ESPN went national, went 24 hours, January 1st, 98. Okay. I remember that ESPN was only on the evenings and the weekends or something weekends. like that when they, when they started or something like started that. started in the evenings in 93. They were just the weekends from uh, 90 through 92, I think. Then they started the weekends in 93. And then the, I guess you were saying the fabulous sports babe was, uh, could you could get that if you're an ESPN no, she affiliate. Was ABC. She was not ESPN. She right. Was, she was ABC, and she was already on, but the ESPN affiliate picked her up. Right. But, yeah, they started out as a weekend from 6 p.m. to 1 a.m., and then they went, started going earlier on the weekends, and then they came on every evening in 93, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Bernie, I'm going to ask a trivia question related to Indianapolis. What was the first true news talk station in Indianapolis, and in what year? Okay, what's the, what's the question? What, <laughs> what, 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 in Indianapolis, what was the first true news talk radio station that came on in what frequency and what year? Wow. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Well, it relates to your owner. Was it NTS? Yeah, NTS. Nineteen. It was in May of 1974. I remember yeah. graduating from Vincennes and coming home and hearing that. And that was the great David Letterman was on that station. Yeah. And, of course, you remember yeah. Jerry Baker, of course. But that station was owned... Partly, it was owned by Jeff Emmis' father or somebody yeah, related. Jeff's father, his father Sam. Right, and remember the guy who, yeah. the guy's name was Cummings, Rick Cummings, who worked yeah. for them also. So that was, um, 
that station that came on, and that was it just reminded me of that a little bit. But 1590, and that was a low power AM station. It was actually in Beach Grove. Yeah, where, and they had they just had wall to wall talent on that station. They <laughs> like did. a day timer. I mean, they had Jerry Baker doing sports, and they just had all kinds of people on there. And what happened to them? Well, because they were a daytimer, obviously they couldn't they couldn't keep doing that. And you know? there was no internet and no FM translators at that time. But David Letterman did his show, and they were on for about a year or less. Then they went to that NBC News and Information Service uh, for yeah, a couple of years. Right. And Which I have the last I have the last NBC News and Information from WRRAM in Dallas, Texas, before they. When they changed, when they went off the air, they would have made it had they they were just I think ahead of their time at the time, but they were they were good when it when it was on. But unfortunately, it was they, great. I used to love NIS. Stations didn't want to run their own local news with it, so they they just said, "Well, we'll just slap this on and we'll get ratings." Yeah. And it didn't really. Work it didn't out. work. But the network that would have made it, I think, because a great talk show host was Enterprise Radio Network, which started. In 1981, right at the time of the baseball strike, you talk about bad timing. Trying to start something up right now, for example, that yeah. it was the worst time to start. It, but they had a lot of good uh, talk show hosts who I think they would have they would have made it if they'd had some sports to cover there. Oh yeah, I do very well remember that one. But that station in Indianapolis, I'll never forget. It, it was the most talented, laden, great news de- department. And this station had been nothing for years but classic country and soul and whatever. And just, they pulled this station yeah, they, out. Before that, they were called, uh, they, at one time they were WNIR, and then they were also WGEE. Yeah, remember that? Yeah. I, I never, it, it's too bad that uh, too bad Jeff couldn't have gotten the FM at 103.3. <laughs> that might have been a huge game changer. Right, it a game changer, and it changed the way. And you knew that it was going to go away when Jerry Baker left within a couple months. You know, it it just didn't last. There's another one that well, did the same thing. 1310, remember WIFE? Yeah, they, uh, they went all news. Right. And they they spent way too much money. I mean, they had news cars all over. Right. They, they spent a lot of money on that. And so it's the same WIFP that was the top forty. Yes. Top, uh, yeah. Top forty yeah. station. Right. Wow. And, and they they changed. What were the colors, Bill? I forget what they changed to when they went new. Let's see. I'm trying to remember, Bernie. It's slipping my mind. Yeah. I. They went to that. After they went to news, then they went to some kind of big band thing and for that for several years. Yeah, and they, they were uh, WTUX for a while. Right, and they, <laughs> the Tux. And now is, it, is that owned by Radio 1 or um, Urban 1 or something like yeah. that? Or is that? Yeah, it sure is. And WTLC look for it to, when I was back in January or back home, it was going off the air a lot. I mean, they were taking days or two or three days at time off the air. So that could be the first AM. The talk show from them, the guy, oh, well, that's from Chelsea. Amos Brown. Right, that passed away. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So, but I'm going to look at those call letters, Bernie, because now it's bugging me. That I don't. That I don't remember. I I know somebody who would know, but well, he's not here right now. Yeah. Hmm. But anyway. (laughs) If you just go to Wikipedia and look up WIFE and Wikipedia, it can give you the whole history, and I think you'll find that. uh, Well, I may do that on that. 
Yeah, and Wikipedia will know you're not talking about uh, female partners in a relationship. They'll just know they're automatically just talking about the radio. <laughs> then I, uh, I'm going to mention that radio we have station. One, we have Joe in Albert. Joe, okay. Okay, then, yeah. I'll just, oh, go ahead, Bill. No, you go ahead. Bring him on. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Joe. Oh, hi. I, I just have such great memories of NBC News and Information Service. Lived in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and WWTC at 1280. They were, they were carrying it, and then went down to Fresno, California for a little convention, and there it was over there. I don't remember which frequency they had, but it, it was sad to see it go. And one of the great things, they would mention the other, some of the other affiliates and what frequencies they, they were on, and... Oh, it was such a very unique service. It was, I almost cried when it went. <laughs> uh, but the big, big problem in New York is they put it on WNBC-FM. They changed it to WNWS, and it just didn't do well at all. That they, and they kept saying, well, focus groups say that people will listen to them, but, you know, no one did. So it uh, did not work. did not work, unfortunately. No, it did not work. But we're going to look up those call letters for next week. But, Bernie, I'm not sure. I think they may have kept the call letters, but... I'm, maybe they did. I'm maybe thinking they, maybe, maybe they, they did. did. Maybe it was still WIFE. Maybe it was. I, you know, just remember the guy came from wherever and came in from Denver and just spent tons of money. Then everybody got laid off, but he had a lot of talent and and there it went. But that's kind of the way the AM radio is going. But oh yeah. Um, I guess, Jeff, it's about time. What time does our clock say here, Jeff? I, it doesn't 7.44, but we have uh, air check and, uh, from the south, which you don't, you don't see too many radio stations in Charleston, South Carolina. WTMA is one which you cannot find a lot of air checks of. So this is a rare one from 1964, Bobby Mitchell. You know what I'm looking for here, Jeff? While you stall for just a second, Sean's always good for something. Sean, you're awful quiet. Oh. He wasn't born well, then. Of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, if you want to listen to us at any time again, uh, you can download the podcast legendoldies.com or type in all things radio or go to 773-572-3006, option number eight. And listen to the menu. There's all kinds of good stuff. And don't forget, leave feedback for Jeff to play every week at 800-693-0595, option number two. And that is... And states for all things radio, man. We're still waiting on a voicemail for Sports Live. Huh? We are. We are. Still we'll have a swell prize. We don't know what it's going to be. We'll we'll sing. Uh, we'll sing yeah. something for you. I don't know. We'll do something. Well, yeah, we'll check those all out. Yeah. So, check those out. And um, anybody else got any last minutes? Because we actually have about three minutes to kill here. So wow. we've never been in this wow. problem before. What's up with this? Did we not time well, we right or Jeff? Well, here's the other thing I was going to say. If anyone wants an air check, and I always like to get the panel's opinion, uh, even if I can't find it, I'll try to find something that's close to where we are or close to what you might want. Um, I do have quite a bit of air checks on my computer, and I'm trying to grow that. Oh, we do have to, yeah. Huh. Sometimes we have to repeat things, especially if they're popular. But if you uh, have a station that you'd like to hear at some point uh, in the future, let me know, and uh, we'll uh, yeah. try to get it on for you. Well, and Jeff. If they want to let you know, Jeff, how do they do it? Uh, well, they can do it by, by sending an email to jeff at allthingsradio.net. Jeff, that's J-E-F-F, jeff at allthingsradio.net. Of course, you can call that feedback line at 800-693-0595, 693-0595. Hit option two for the podcast team. And as I always say, you're in like Flynn.
Well, that's true, but Jeff, I, I made a mistake here. This is rare. Right here on live radio, I made a mistake and almost skipped your station from from Charleston. I almost skipped it, Jeff. It almost uh, skipped. That's why I was miscalculating. Now, 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 she's speaking of WTMA. There is a WTMA uh, thing that you can find from 9/11 on YouTube if you want to listen to how that sounded on WTMA. It is on YouTube, so if you want to find it, it, it is there. But at this time, they were probably news talk at that time. And I don't know. I think they probably were news talk. Right. Syndicated at that. Well, let's listen to, Jeff, the one that you did that I almost skipped over. You know, that almost. I never make a mistake until I key up again. But here's this one, Jeff. WTMA that you've been talking about from Charleston. This week we're traveling to Charleston, South Carolina, a market I don't think we've ever visited before. And we're going to listen to radio station WTMA AM from 1964. The radio announcer we're going to hear is Bob Mitchell. Now, I don't have an exact date of this air check, but we know it's in the summer of 1964. The interesting thing about this air check is that it's being done remotely. Yes, the radio announcer isn't at the studio, but he's doing the show from a small convenience store, which provides its own challenges as well. So without further ado, why don't sit back and enjoy radio station WTMA AM with its top 40 format on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. Bobby Darren sings Mac the Nice. Bobby Darren on the mighty TMA from the Tiger Radio Gold Nine of the Good Ones. That's called Max and I. Ten minutes before nine o'clock on the mighty TMA tonight. Uh, tonight at ten o'clock, of course, the top ten at ten with Tiger Radio Good Guy Jim Diamond at nine thirty-five. Immediately following the, the TMA Bob Mitchell show, of course, the Jim Diamond show till midnight tonight. All sorts of goodies on his show and all sorts of goodies out here at um, the Easy Food Shop Store, nineteen twenty-six Savannah Highway. We invite you to come on by and our running special right now uh, to all you people out there listening, driving around in your automobile, saying, what are we going to do now, Martha? Well, uh, coming out here to the um, Easy Food Store where they have all sorts of real goodies, and to families of three or more, we will give you your choice of uh, six tasty freeze frozen, uh, frozen, that's right, it's a new type of freezing, frozen, frozen, without the Z there, six tasty freeze frozen sandwiches, or a quart of tasty freeze, uh, just by coming on in and looking around out here at the Easy Food Shop Store, okay? All all right, back to music on the mighty TMA. Here's Memphis by some idiot. Oh, look out now. Johnny Rivers on the mighty TMA. That's called Memphis from the brand-new Tiger Top 40 survey. Seven before nine o'clock right here on the mighty TMA as this is the TMA Bob Mitchell Show from 1926 Savannah Highway, the location of another of those fabulous easy food shop stores. In case uh, you can't make it out here to our grand opening, be sure to visit one of the fine other seven fine easy food shop stores in Charleston, all open seven till 11, seven days a week. There's one on Nixon Avenue in Charleston, 1023 Harborview Road, James Allen, 805 Folly Road in Charleston, Magnolia, and WTMA Radio Roads in Charleston, Dorchester Road, Charleston Heights, 819 Coleman Avenue in Mount Pleasant, and Rutledge in Cleveland in Charleston. You can register for a really uh, fantastic prize, like a 1964 Ford Thunderbird Jr. It's gasoline-powered. It can zoom up to 15 miles per hour. Second prize will be eight three-band AM-FM 14 transistor radio. Third prize, eight deluxe bicycles. Uh, also, we're going to give away some uh, deluxe barbecue grills uh, during the grand opening.
running, which goes from now through Sunday. And, of course, in the mighty TMA, we will be here until 9.30 tonight. But all the easy food shops are open till 11 at night, so you can't go wrong there. And one of the real big items here that seems to really be going like hotcakes is, well, this is the time of year for barbecues. And they have charcoal briquettes, a 10-pound bag, mind you, only 49 cents. So you shop the easy way. Shop the easy food stores and come on out and... You know, you know, join in all the festivities here at 1926 Savannah Highway. Okay, on the mighty TMA, this is B.B. King, a brand new record on the Tiger Top 40 survey, top tune 35, called Rock Me Baby. From the Easy Food Shop store at 1926 Savannah Highway, that's B.B. King and Rock Me Baby. And we got to make way, of course, for TMA uh, news headlines on the hour. And um, a friendly word from a friendly person. And uh, before we get to that, we want to remind you to come on out to the Easy Food Shop store at 1926 Savannah Highway. The mighty TMA will be broadcasting here till 9.30 tonight. Of course, they and the other seven other fabulous easy food shop stores will be open up till 11 p.m. tonight, and that's seven days a week. And if you're riding around right now saying, you know, why are we going to go? Well, you can come right out here. And, in fact, if you're driving around with a family of three or more, between three and six, actually, is what it is, you can stop by and we'll give you some free ice cream for the entire family. That's right. But three or more, you come up to the mighty TMA microphone and say, Hey, I want some of that free ice cream, man. And you will get it. We'll give you, you'll get it, boy. You better believe it. Okay, so we're going to make way right now for TMA News Headlines. They play, they sing, they entertain the, the fabulous Catalinas tonight and tomorrow night from 9 to 1 at Arts News Seaside on the Alapalms, the showcase of today's stars. That's the fabulous Catalinas, eight male stars that you sure won't want to miss. That's tonight and tomorrow night from 9 to 1 at Arts News Seaside on the Alapalms. Admission $1.50. WTMA Capsule News. Spartanburg Spartan Mills announced a $7 million improvement expansion program today. Orangeburg, the city has closed its white and Negro swing facilities on the Edisto River. Columbia, Governor Russell has formally, formally removed Darlington County Sheriff Grover Bryant from office. Charleston, an Aiken boy was elected governor of Palmetto Boy State today. This is WTMA with FM Charleston, South Carolina. Tiger Town weather, generally fair and mild tonight, tomorrow partially cloudy and warm. Lowest tonight, 65. Highest tomorrow, 86. Currently, 75 street level degrees. This is Jim Diamond. In 10 seconds, more of the Bob Mitchell Show. In Tiger Town, it's 9 p.m. When TMA News ends, TMA Music begins. Small Millie Small on the mighty TMA. That's Tiger Top Tune 40 and my boy Lollipop. Once again, good afternoon, anybody, anywhere. I should say good evening, anybody, anywhere. Welcome on in to another hour of the TMA Bob Mitchell Show from the Easy Food Store at 1926 Savannah Highway. Okay, on the Tiger, as always, more MPH, more music per hour. Top two, number 12. Button on the tiger and tell me why. Bobby Benton on 
the mighty TMA. That's TMA top two, number 12. And tell me why. Let's make it two in a row now from 12.50. The brand new record by Little Stevie Wonder. Hey. Hey, it's called Hey Harmonica Man. That's uh, the brand new WTMA Tiger Top 40 Extra by Stevie Wonder. And uh, let's check the TMA happy time. The time in rhyme is 9.09 on WTMA. This is Brother Bob Mitchell from the Easy Food Store at 1926 Savannah Highway here in Charleston. And uh, we are offering right now to um, family or little groups of people, you know. Uh, you know, maybe it's like... Um, uh, I don't know, about three friends driving around or just sitting at home, anywhere between three and six. Uh, that's three and six people, not three and six o'clock. Three and six people, if you'll stop by um, our mighty TMA microphone at the Easy Food Shop at 1926 Savannah Highway, we'll give you enough ice cream for the entire family or the entire group. So uh, we will be looking for you. And remember, we'll be here till 9.30, but the store stays open till 11 o'clock at night, as uh, do all the Easy Food Shop stores. And there are eight convenient locations around the Charleston area. Each and one of them has plenty of free parking, friendly service, and uh, real easy shopping. You know, you know, no people that walk around you and say, "All right, buddy, what you gonna buy?" You know, you just come around here and uh, take your time and shop and buy whatever you want. All right, all right. Now we're gonna make it now with TMA Top Tune 36 on the Tiger Top 40 Survey. The Lancers, Charleston own Lancers and Cherry, my love. Okay, now, let's see. That's uh, the Lancers on the mighty TMA. It's called Cherry, My Love, and uh, we've just gotten in a fresh supply of Dr. Pepper. And with any purchase you make here at the Easy Food Store, pardon me, Mr. Truck, but I'm talking, uh, with any purchase you make here at the Easy Food Store, we'll give you uh, a free Dr. Pepper. It's cold, and you can, you know, guzzle it right down. And mm, Boy, it tastes good, don't it, Charlie? Yes, it really does. Um, we invite you to come on out here to 1926 Savannah Highway. That's uh, the Easy Food Store, which the mighty TMA is currently broadcasting from and um, a lot of nice things out here and if you you know can't come out here to the Savannah Highway well uh, there are seven other convenient locations all over town of easy food stores and there's one in your neighborhood so you can shop every 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 single day seven days a week from 7 in the morning to 11 p.m. and you just can't get any better hours than that and uh, also I know I'm saying a lot of ands here but a lot of things to talk about because a lot of good things out here at the easy food shop 1926 Savannah Highway. If uh, you have a group of three or more, like say a family between three and six is actually the number there, you know, no less than three and no more than six, well, we'll give you, um, of course, if you have ten, I guess you could, you know, if you have about twelve members in your family, you could split this down the middle, I imagine, there. Uh, we have some uh, Tasty Freeze frozen sandwiches to give away and some quarts of Tasty Freeze ice cream. If you stop by the TMA mic, we will be glad to give it to you. Okay, on the mighty TMA, it's 914. Dance with the Lancers and Little Ricky tonight and tomorrow night at Folly Pier. The Lancers and Ricky, it's a dance you'll all enjoy. Don't miss the big dance tonight and tomorrow night at Folly Pier. Be there when the ball begins at Folly Pier. That's the Lancers tonight and tomorrow night at Folly Pier. Radio at 12.50 on your dial. Hooper, Puddles, and Nielsen rated number one. Time for a golden record. 
C. Phillips on the C. Phillips. Yeah, is that right? I don't know. Uh, Phil Phillips, right. Phil Phillips and the mighty TMA. That's the sea of love. <laughs> yeah, that sounded good. I didn't think it was that funny there, Charlie. 917 Tiger Radio Happy Time right here on the mighty TMA. This is the Mitchell Nest from 1926 Savannah Highway, your easy food shop store. Well, there you go. A trip back in time to 1964. And we just got to hear radio station WTMA AM from Charleston, South Carolina, and their radio announcer, Bob Mitchell. And he was doing his show remotely from a convenient food mart in Charleston, South Carolina. And as you can hear, that provides its own kind of challenges. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the show, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. I'm guessing from the music, it was probably about June of 64, and it was probably a Friday night because they said tonight and tomorrow night. They had two entertainment events tonight and tomorrow, so I'm thinking there was Friday, Saturday. And I'm wondering if they were Tiger Radio because they were near Clemson. I'm not sure about South Carolina's uh, geography. Spartanburg and, Spartanburg and Charleston are not too far, far away from each other. So well, a lot of stations were Tiger Radio. A lot of stations were Tiger Radio based on the jingles that came from Pam. Bernie, what did you think of that? And did you have any challenges doing remotes, or did you do them? Oh, my God. Well, that was that was a lot of fun to hear. Uh, what, one of the things that caught me, they, they were giving away an AM-FM transistor radio. And they said three bands, not two bands. So they didn't yeah. say what the third band was, but I'm assuming it was either shortwave or air. I don't know. We don't, we don't I mean, know. And that's 1964. That was amazing yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, that that had to be really hard to do. And uh, yeah, somebody back in the was really running a good board. Uh, and the, the guy that was doing the remote uh, board work was the guy Jim Diamond who did the news. Was that this was not a big operation where they had like engineers for everyone? So. Well, Charles was not a big town. So. That third no. band was like usually 110 to 174, which was great because people would broadcast their remotes on like 161.7 or somewhere around there, and you could tune oh, in. Yeah, I, I, should, I, should, I shouldn't tell you the story, you Mike, but uh, remember the old Marty <laughs> units? Well, yeah. when WKLI was doing a remote in Albany, I have, we had a ham radio of that would go out of bands, and uh, we would we would bring the walkie-talkies right near the remote and and, and transmit over the radio announcer who was doing the remote for about two, about two seconds. And he would go, oh, what's go- what, something's going on with the radio gear. And he wouldn't know what the heck was going on because we'd be across the street. So I, I yeah, did one of those because yesterday was Earth Day and we were doing a some kind of walkathon and raising money. And I had a modified HT, so I just used it and walked. And I was walking and transmitting on 161.7 and my antenna got caught in tree branches. And I stepped on a cup and said, it's Earth Day. I guess I'll pick this up. Yeah, there you go. That's the spirit. Bernie, did you have any wild experiences doing remotes? You know, we never did them that way. Uh, although there was one uh, where we were live, and uh, it was a blood drive, and I had to give blood while on the air. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had to give blood and uh, be on the air, and I had, to, and I couldn't have a, a mic in there with me, so there was a walkie-talkie that. Uh, sent out to the transmitter unit, and so I'm giving blood. I'd never done it before, and there I am giving blood and talking on the air about, "Hey, come on, I'm giving blood," and all of a sudden I got really dizzy. And, and then, like, then you got to wow. you got you to pump your hands with the fist to, to make sure the blood's flowing right. properly and all that. Yeah, I've given it many yeah, times. Exactly. And, so I remember I, doing one. Yeah. We had a we were. It was at a car wash of all things, and the guy would just—he was known to just talk and talk. It was only supposed to be two minutes, so I was told, and I played like about a minute into it, minute fifteen, I would play the intro to Car Wash, right? The album version. So I tell him to get out, and I hope please don't go up to the intro because I don't want to have to play the whole song. 
<laughs> well, we had we had a boss once who said, if if somebody doing a live remote goes over sixty seconds, you cut them off and start the song. And nobody had the nerve to do it except me. <laughs> <laughs> the morning show was at a remote, and it got to sixty seconds, and they were gone. <laughs> I mean, it's like, hey, to- he said. You know, he says to do it that way. So that's yeah. how I did it. I have a tape of WGR in Buffalo where the guy's doing the remote. And they're, they're, it's a demo for uh, some system they had. And so he could actually control the carts at the studio by pushing buttons on, on the board that would send cue tones that you couldn't hear on the air, of course. And they would start the carts. And each, each, each event that he was going to do would have a different tone. So can you imagine that? That that that's pretty cool. And that's this was back in the 1970s, Bertie. So that was pretty interesting that we were able to do that. So I guess somebody had to be back there. Somebody had to be back there loading those carts, though. I yes, I'm sure. Hold on a second, Sean. Let let me get to Mike in the in I should say Florida. Go ahead, Mike. Okay, we. I remember one time when I was over at 1490 WSBH. I was doing a remote. And we were walking along Miami Beach, and people must have been really stoned or something, or kind of drunk. But they were coming up and yelling at everybody and all kinds of stuff, and some people were were cussing at my friend who was the host. And we had to just get out of there because it was being broadcast live. It was kind of funny at the time. Mike, that's always the danger that, that you get involved with when doing a remote, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. It happens all the time. Um, Especially uh, later at night. And, if you know, it's one thing to do yeah. a convenience store, but if you go yeah. to Miami Beach, there's a lot of activity yeah, going on down the there, 40, and you never know where people are coming from, you know? If you're at a club uh, mix at a top 40 station, you have, uh, or an R&B station, you have more of a chance of somebody yeah. cussing. So and now, you know, cool. with everyone saving money and voice tracking, you don't hear these radio remotes very often. It's, it's no, they're not doing that like they did back in the day. You know, obviously they haven't been doing them lately, but WATD up here, usually on Saturday afternoons, does the remote from, you know, the local deal, car dealership or the plant store or somewhere. Pretty much every week they do something. That's true. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, say something? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm I was just saying that, yeah, now they use iPads and they use vo- some kind of VoIP or something. There's a few different apps they can clean feed or something like that and send it back to the studio. Uh, yeah, but I, on, we yeah, used to be on. near the CSX Railroad. They were frequency right next to ours, so sometimes you'd hear the railroad people while we were doing remote. That's right, because they, they, you're, <laughs> you're on the, the railroads on 160. Yeah, 160.8 was one of those railroad frequencies, so I remember that. Yeah, they had I just home. remember, what was it, Elvis Duran. This is in San Antonio in 1986 at Tower 93 when he was working there. It was like spring of 86 was doing, he was broadcasting at the, it was back the, the teen nightclubs were popular in the 80s, the teen dance clubs. And the image teen nightclubs, and I guess these two, uh, two high school boys got in a fight over a girl right in front of him and you could hear him just say like well I think we're going to go back to our top tower 93 top 9 at 9 we're, but we're here at the Image Team nightclub until uh, midnight and he had to dump very very quick <laughs> the only remote I remember was uh, Hot 97 uh, WQHT had Debbie Gibson on and uh, someone was trying to give her champagne just because she was performing live on the and it was a good she really sounded good he goes I can't drink I'm too young Someone can take this for me, please. I can't drink this. I'm not allowed to drink at this age. So that that was a, that, 
put her in a different position. So, well, yeah. Bill, I'm going to turn this over to you so you can wrap this up so I can get my third cup of my third fifth well, cup of coffee. Uh, you we're know, get on to the NFL draft. Right. You know, we've we've got a date with him. Yeah. So, have a great one, everyone, and check out Jeff's WLTW from New York City. Uh, so, here you go, Jeff. Have a great week, and thanks, panel. This week, we're continuing our look at how number one rated radio stations are handling things with the COVID-19 virus. This time, we're traveling to New York City, and we're going to listen to radio station WLTWFM and their morning show, hosted by Paul Cubby Bryant and Christine Negi. WLTWFM is owned and operated by iHeartMedia, and yes, we featured this radio station in the past a few years ago. And while the station has changed to keep up with the times, the morning team of Paul Cubby Bryant and Christine Negi really sound good, and you can really tell that they really care about what they're doing. So without further ado, Sit back and enjoy radio station WLTWFM from New York City on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. Duncan, Light FM traffic. And traffic being brought to you by Mercedes Benz. Here's Christine. Hubby, we've got delays west on the southern state, Route 110, dealing with an accident there. And we've been busy south on the west side highway, right around 96th Street with an accident. Eastbound BQE, busy approaching Camden Plaza through to the Brooklyn Bridge. There is some flooding in the roadway. Alternate side is suspended. Meter rules remain in effect. All right. They say work now, play later with more affordable Mercedes-Benz models than ever before. We say, why not live now? The spring event is here. Go to MBUSA.com slash spring event to learn more about limited time offers or visit your local tri-state Mercedes-Benz dealer. Cubby and Christine and your weather today. We just talked about it. Get ready for damaging winds, severe storms, heavy rain. Uh, be safe out there. It's 106.7 Light FM with the Cardigans. Right with Cubby and Christine in the morning on 106.7 Light FM. Light FM, more music, more variety with Cubby and Christine. Harry Styles right there and adore you. All right, we uh, don't promote this. Uh, We don't say, (laughs) we we don't endorse this. Yes, exactly. Interesting nonetheless, Christine. You've been noticing this trend, right, Cubby? There's a little like Fast and Furious thing going on, at least around me. And there's uh, three people who would definitely make the record books, but they don't want to go to jail. They're not giving their name. But they have driven from New York City to Redondo Beach in California, and they did it in 26 hours and 38 minutes. And that is all because of nobody being on the road and probably some speeding involved. Exactly. Nobody's on the road. They said it's kind of like the movie Cannonball Run. Uh, They did this on April 4th and gas prices are like record lows right now for this time. We haven't seen this in quite a few years, right? It's like 186 a gallon across the country Mm -hmm. and the roads are pretty empty. But um, remember, there's still you still have like the red light cameras in New York because I know a lot of people are like speeding even in Manhattan. Yeah. And where I live, I told you yesterday, Eric and I just did this little run on Route 3. We went to Hands and we picked up dinner. And it seriously, we got caught up in a whole line of Fast and Furious guys. So I was like, okay, I'm I'm just, I'm going to stay in the slow lane and I'm going to go like 40 because they were making me so nervous. And 
like a something flew off their car, like a piece of something flew off their car and was really? kind of hitting all of us who were trying to take it easy back there. Yeah. So it's a little, it's a little frightening. It's like, okay, now we've got to consider that when we go out on the roads too, you know? Yeah. It's interesting you said that because we live on a, a pretty busy road here uh, in East Brunswick. It's about 35 miles an hour, but um, I hear a lot of cars ramping up right when they're going by our house because we're, we're at the, our house is at the beginning of a, a long stretch and I just hear the, I know people are pushing mm -hmm. it because they think, oh, well, there are no cops around. But I got news for you. There are cops around. And you mentioned the red light cameras are out there, too. So it's not like just a free for all right now. Exactly. But it kind of it must feel it must feel that way. But take it easy for those of us who are a little nervous about <laughs> driving around you. <laughs> Christine on the uh, right hand you know, side of the road going 40 exactly. miles an hour in a, in a 55. Right. Um, yeah. We're coming right back in two and a half minutes at Light FM. All right. Thank you very much. These are challenging times and Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans is prepared to help. If you need mortgage assistance, contact their team 24 seven at rocketmortgage.com from their home to yours. The team at Rocket Mortgage is with you. Visit Rocket Mortgage. Mortgage.com. Cubby and Christine on this Monday and um, weather, big headline today. Get ready for a lot of rain, a lot of wind. It's the Light FM Morning Show from the Tri-Acura Studio. Visit your local Tri-Acura dealer. seven Light FM. The best of yesterday and the biggest songs from today. Just a young gun with the quick fuse. 6.7 Light FM, Cubby and Christine in the morning, Imagine Dragons, Thunder. We we're going to have that today. We're going to have wind. We're going to have a lot of rain, so please uh, be careful. It is going to be one wild weather day around here um, on top of everything else going on, so please be safe. Uh, we have producer Jamie at home. We're all at home doing our social distance thing. We threw out our text number, 44363. A couple people out there tuned in. Yes, and we're always so happy to hear from you. Um, from 732, getting ready to go into work as an ICU nurse and listen to you guys every morning as I'm getting ready. Thank you. We always want to thank you so much for all you do. And also a friend of ours checking in every morning. I need names. We need names yeah. here. Um, 862, on my way to dialysis, uh, traveling on Route 80, saying they're good westbound, eastbound side, a little bit busy. I don't know where exactly on 80, but um, it, this person says, love hearing you in the morning. We love to hear from you, too. So, um, yeah, text us anytime, 44363. Hey, if you don't mind me asking, um, Brother Charles, I know he's had some health issues, and um, how is he? Is he, is he going to be coming home soon? Thanks, Cubby. I appreciate it. Um, no, it, it looks like he won't be coming home for a while. He's at Hackensack University Medical Center. And, you know, we're always thanking our healthcare workers. I really appreciate it because they are looking after my brother. Um, fortunately, I should say is the COVID tests, they did it twice to be sure, came back negative. He doesn't have that, but he has issues because we did the stem cell transplant because he had leukemia. So I'm not really sure what's causing it, but just some uh, heart and lung issues that they're trying to um, work with and get under control. So even though it's really hard and I can't see him and I would love for him to be home, I know that he's safer there where they can take care of him. Again, it's just, it's hard, you know, yesterday being Easter, we should have all been together and we weren't. And normally if, You've got a loved one in the hospital. You're right by their side, and we can't do that. So, um, Cubby, you know me well. You know times are tough if I'm FaceTiming with my brother I, with no I, makeup on. 
Yeah. <laughs> I learned that. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it was uh, maybe a year ago when I tried to FaceTime you in the evening yeah. and you declined me. You just declined me. I'm like, what happened? I know, I rejected you. I'm sorry. And you were like, Cubby, I'm sorry. FaceTime, I just don't do it much. You got to be like, you know, ready to go. You, got, you want the makeup on and yeah. everything, right? Yeah. Well, Brother Charles, uh, he has definitely seen me at my ber- best, at my worst. So, you know, he can he can handle it. And if he wanted to FaceTime, then right. I definitely wanted to do that. So I was glad to be able to spend some time with him that way. And, you know, we just it, it, it just want everyone to keep their spirits up because we're, we're going to come through this. It just yeah. it's right now. Like, as he said before, we don't know the end date, which makes it really, really hard. But we are, are moving forward. We have to move forward through this and look after each other and stay as well as we possibly can. Well said, Christine. And we'll take your mind off things with our music and also some money, uh, a chance to win $1,000 springtime cash. It kicks off today. Make sure you tune in in the 11 a.m. hour, 1 p.m. hour, and 4 p.m. hours for a chance to win $1,000. Help pay some of those bills. We're about two and a half minutes away from news, Christine. Anything you're working on? Yeah, I'm looking at how uh, gyms may change once we get through this. Might be a little different. Next on Light FM. Well, there you go. Morning, sir, on Light FM, WLTWFM from New York City with Paul Cubby Bryant and Christine Negi. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the show, want to let me know about it by email or voicemail. The email address here is Jeff, that's J E F F Jeff, at allthingsradio.net. Or you can certainly call that feedback line. It's toll free and hassle free at 800 693 0595. That's 800 693 0595. And of course, hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, Radio Live. I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things